Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning. Welcome to Spotlight. We're having way too much fun here in the studio today. I've got a really fun guest live in studio with me. So this is always a fun treat because uh, usually I have people calling in, but uh, Angel Marie Monticelli lives right here in Phoenix, close to me. So she came in live to the radio station and uh, Angel is an author. She's a speaker. Uh, She's starting quite the movement. She founded the Shine On Movement. So we're going to hear about what that is in just a minute. But uh, Angel, glad to have you here today. Fabulous to be here. Uh, you know, and one thing I like to do just to start off the show, and I think I forewarned you about this, but I always give my guests permission to brag. So this is your time. I, I, I give you permission. Brag away. Oh, my gosh. Well, I am a Amazon national bestselling author in nine different categories for the Shine On book, which to me and for me was such an amazing accomplishment because having dyslexia. Mm-hmm. And being able to write it, whew, there was a lot of days I wanted to sure. throw that computer right out the well, door. <laughs> you know, I don't have dyslexia in writing my book. I felt the same way. So you can only imagine that that was uh, quite the process for you. But you did it. I did it. I did it. And it's so uh, exciting when I'm able to share it with someone and give someone the book. So that was just awesome. And, you know, this whole thing about shine more and, excuse me, about stress less and shine more, that all came from I had a center. And at that center I had, and I coached thousands of people, and I saw a common theme. And the common theme was is everybody wanted to be more productive, have more self-confidence, of course, more money. And <laughs> and they wanted to be stress-free. So what I did is I started to really jump into it because what happened after seven years being in that center is I went to the doctor and the doctor said, you know what, you're about ready to have a heart attack. Uh, and, and was this because of the stress that you were under? Yes. So, so you're running a center that was helping people <laughs> and you found yourself so stressed because you were helping people with stress that you actually were, were told by the doctor, hey, you got to slow down or you're going to be in trouble, right? Right. And that's when, you know, Allison, that's when I went, this stress thing is really a thing. Yeah. And it's an epidemic. And 77% of the people say that they're stressed out. And 33% it is uh, the other three, yeah, the other thirty-three percent probably aren't telling the truth, or you know, living in the middle of nowhere. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not everybody's stressed out, but um, I do see that a lot more. In fact, we were just talking the other day that I was reading something at where Harvard is offering classes, and one of the classes that they were offering is teaching the students how to be stress-free and be more happy. And this class is so popular that about a fourth of the student body signed up for it. It's in a huge auditorium, and it was only by word of mouth. They didn't promote the class, they didn't advertise the class, just people there, you know, students said, hey, I want to learn how to enjoy my college experience and have more happiness. So you actually help people to be able to let go of their stress and enjoy their life. Now, does this mean that they have to totally change their life? Or? Not exactly, but it is a practice. Just like if yeah. you want to play tennis, you have to practice it. Okay. So, and I have a four-week online course that really helps mastering stress for success because you do want to be successful. Yeah. 
Yes. Well, and, and we're going to dive into that in a little bit, but I want to find more out about your story. So obviously you you had an experience where you were stressed out. You were told you need to take it easy. So what did you do at that point for yourself? Well, for myself, being diagnosed at that time, too, with lupus, fibromyalgia, and arthritis all through my family. Wow. I mean, I'm looking at you now. You walked in today. <laughs> now, seriously, this lady teaches Tai Chi, and you walked in today, and I'm like, dang, she looks so good, and you're just glowing. So, I, I mean, I, I believe that you were diagnosed with that, but wow, how mm-hmm. did you go from that to where you are today? It's really about mastering the stress. It really was because stress is really... It hurts the immune system, and that's what that all is, is the immune system. And it was different little things that I practice, like, I like to give little ones, is every red light, go ahead and smile. What happens when you smile? And then the laughter. Yeah, well, no, no, seriously, when you do smile, and and I used to teach yoga, so I remember learning about this and thinking, this is crazy, but it actually, when you smile or when you open your arms up like this, there's actually a little dose of testosterone that's released into your body, not the kind that's going to make you sprout chest hair if you're a woman, but (laughs) the kind that uh, gives you that little boost of confidence and energy. So smiling actually has a chemical effect on your body that makes you happier. Is that right? That's absolutely. And so does the, the laughter. And, and I have always been like this. And I even asked my mama one time, mom, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. No, really? And she's like, you've always been in that place. But I really had to step into even when I don't feel good is stepping back and taking care of myself, canceling maybe the day, but looking at what I'm eating, mm-hmm. not in how I'm eating also. That's a big one. So I want to go back. You, you just said your mom said you were born this way. Maybe this mm-hmm. is a natural gift, a God-given gift or talent that you have. What do you mean by born this way? Well, I asked her, I said, Mom, how am I? I I'm just like always such in a good mood, and I, I think everything, and you know, I look at everything like a vacation. That's one of my things is we're on vacation right now. Why can't we be? What is that vibration? What is that feeling inside? And to stay in that feeling, to step into feelings that feel good. And mom said that I was always like that. Even as a child, if something happened, I still have a smile and be wanting to go and not staying in that that attitude Mm -hmm. and that's the other thing I teach too is how to shift your attitude how to come from within and you might see everything as oh my gosh oh my gosh but in reality if you look at it as okay this is an adventure where are we going to go how am I going to do it well, and you know, it's it, it's interesting to me that sometimes we're born with these natural gifts and talents, and along this journey that we call life, sometimes we lose them or we forget about them, or I think maybe we're just conditioned to be more like the people around us, or we get stressed out, whatever it is, and so then later on in life, hopefully we, we refine that. Or, you know, hopefully we never get a loss along the journey. But I think we all do a little bit. I think that's part of the learning experience. So in your journey, uh, when you were coming back into your health, you started eating well, you started shifting your attitude, smiling at every red light. What else did you do? The breathing. The breathing was huge. Mm-hmm. And we all know about what happens with breathing. And we could go into a whole medical thing about breathing, but... Really, listeners, you know that the breathing isn't... How, how many times do you consciously take a deep breath? Yeah. And I really ask that. And that is something that I do every time I look in the mirror. 
really, every time I look in the mirror, I take a conscious breath, put a smile on my face, I laugh a little bit and go, okay, here we go. In fact, if you're listening right now, that's a, that's a good thing to do. Whenever I hear something, I always think, oh, I want to implement it right away. So um, maybe just take a moment to take a deep breath in. Now, is there a particular way that you suggest people do this? Are you breathing in and out through your nose? Are you breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth? Are you, how, do you, how do you recommend? Well, there's so many different books and everything on breathing. So I usually just say, breathe anyway. However, you do have nose hairs for a reason. Oh. And it is to clearing out the pollution and clear. Mm-hmm. So close your mouth and breathe in. And then breathe out. If you want to go through your mouth or through your nose, that's fine. You know, as a speaker, we're taught to breathe in. And as we're talking, we're breathing out as we talk. So that's using your diaphragm. However, the other thing was also, and thank you for playing everybody out there for breathing, is about drinking more water. And I heard that on your show with Dr. Joe. Yeah. Which I love following, Allison. It's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. I love your guests and what they have to share. And she was spot on about the water. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all wait to drink. Yeah. Why do we do that? It's drinking occasionally. And that really helps us flush. So that was the other thing. So there's quite a few right there. So just drink when you're thirsty. So I've got I've got my water bottle here. Maybe I'll take a drink here. And I notice you've got yours. And for those of you who are listening, you can't see Angel's bottle, but I've noticed you've had it uh, with you quite often, and it actually has something on it. Can you tell us a little bit about what that means? And describe this, it for everybody that's listening. It says shine on quite a few times, and this bottle is always with me. Because being diagnosed with the Sjogren's and everything, it's I have dry mouth. I just do. I have to have that water. And the shine on is the shine on movement. And it, it's about coming from within you, being the unique beauty that you are, but shining your light. We all are energy. You know that, Allison. I know you do. I do. <laughs> and your listeners, I know. We're all a vibration and we're vibrating. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing when we vibrate at a higher level and the shine on movement is helping everyone to come into the movement and shine your light your uniqueness but yet with confidence self-esteem and that's even in the book about self-esteem because when we have higher self-esteem we're going to shine even brighter mm-hmm. Well, and so when you were on your journey uh, back to greater health, and of course, you had an experience, you learned these things, and now you wrote a book about it, now you're teaching other people. Really, it's not that hard. You started smiling at red lights, you started drinking water, you started taking care of your body. Now, you mentioned watching what you eat, and I think this is interesting. I've done a lot with food and vibration and uh, paying attention to bodies. Uh, I have something called Intuitive Eating, a program that I've done on a couple of stations around the nation. So talk to me a little bit about how you changed your eating habits, because I imagine you were fairly healthy before you were running a a center. But um, what changed for you? And how did that affect you with your eating? The biggest part was to let go of carbs. Mm. Being Italian, the noodles, the spaghetti. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I do with spaghetti squash now, and uh-huh. I still do a little bit of sauce. But getting rid of all the sugar, because mm-hmm. sugar feeds the immune system, and the immune system is where we have challenges. I think one of the biggest things was how I eat, and that is eating in a place where there's no distractions. Wow. 
eating also not not in front of the computer, no distractions whatsoever, but also I think a lot of us out there, you eat standing up. Mm -hmm. And that actually is very stressful on your system to digest. So now this is an interesting point because a lot of people will focus on what you're eating, but what you're saying is is how you're eating is Mm -hmm. also really Mm -hmm. important. And um, that's very interesting to me. I think that in this society that we live in today, people are eating on the go all the time. They're grabbing a bite in between things. You're right, they're standing up to eat. I even catch myself doing that sometimes. So what's what's the solution or the answer? What's What's the... What did you find? How did you start just sitting down and eating? What I did is I cleared a space, that's for sure, on the table, in which most people don't even sit at the table anymore. And I cleared a space, and then I make food beforehand. So I do a lot of stir-fry and stuff, and I do it beforehand, and then it's just warm up. And I make sure that the phone, the big one, the phone is away from me. Wow. Though no that, phone. I'm, I'm impressed with that. That's that's the hardest one for me, especially when I'm eating by myself. It's so tempting to hop on your phone and start texting. And But, you know, now that you say that, you, your body and your mind really aren't into the eating of the food, maybe the processing of the food when you're processing information. Well, if we, we consider that the food we're eating has a vibration to it. And when you boost your vibration, a lot of people pray mm-hmm. and boost it and say thank you. But there's more to it is to boost your food, to sustain us, because a lot of our food, if it's not organic or we could get into that, is not. it's kind of dead food, especially if you're using a microwave. I haven't had one of those in years. Yeah, I, I know it's it's challenging, but yet to eat in a way where the vibration is serving you. And then also you don't have teeth in your stomach, so you really need to chew your food at least 10 to 20 times. They say 30, Mayo Clinic. And how I do that is I take a bite and I put my fork down, which sometimes I'm in a hurry, but I'm like, I do the breathing. I smile at my food. Also, I sing to my food. It's a vibration. I know it's crazy, but I do. I sing to my food when I'm making it to raise the vibration of it. Okay, can is it okay if I go down a rabbit hole a little bit here? Uh-oh, because here I, I love this. I'm, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, so a lot of what I've talked about with intuitive eating, um, I, I just want to put my two cents in here, is the difference between eating in gratitude and eating in guilt. So if you're going to choose to eat something, even if it's a cookie, I had three chocolate chip cookies last night, and they were amazing. I made them myself. I even may have eaten some of the cookie dough. But instead of choosing to feel guilty about eating the cookies, I was grateful, and that was a choice that I'd made. Um, I think a lot of the times when we eat, we eat in a state of guilt or maybe even a state of stress because we're so rushed. And that vibrational frequency does not allow your body to digest and process the food to the best of its ability. I mean, this is science. You can Google it, look it up. If you eat in gratitude, which you mentioned prayer, you mentioned seeing to your food, smiling to your food, that puts you in a state of gratitude. When your body is in a state of gratitude, there's certain chemicals that are released that help you digest your food better, that help you process the food better. And they found that people that eat in gratitude are healthier. So I appreciate what you're saying. And I would encourage everybody listening, your next meal, if you want to implement this right away, uh, say a prayer. If you don't want to say a prayer, smile at your food. If you don't want to smile at your food, just be thankful for your food and be thankful for your body while you're eating it. And that will go 
is such a long way. People ask me all the time, Allison, you look so amazing. How do you do it? You got four kids. And really, I, I sh- could eat more healthy, but I always eat in gratitude. And I, I say love's the most important ingredient. I don't know if that's oh, scientific so, or not. But <laughs> so true. And boost your food. Say to your food, I boost this food to sustain me on all levels. I mean, mm-hmm. to boost the food. Well, that's putting your intention out there too. This is mm-hmm. such a fun conversation. <laughs> we, we just keep going on, uh, keep, keep keep going on with this one. But, uh, but let, let's move on. I don't want to I don't want to take time away from you, Angel, because you're so wise and you've written this book. Um, what you're saying is just drink more, eat eat more in gratitude and less stress. Um, be able to share your light with other people. So, did you follow a program, or did you just? How did you find this information? Was it just intuitive that you said, "Hey, I'm going to listen to my body so I can stress less"? I think it was more intuitive, and then I came up with a system. And this system that I have about the stress and about the shining seemed to take off, and everybody. And that's why I wrote the book because everybody was like, "I want more of this." Do you have anything written? It was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write. Mm-hmm. So it, it's. It's a system that will help you go step by step because we can't, I mean, I wish I could <laughs> have a wand and just say, oh, you're going to be stress-free. You have to learn it. You have to practice it. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it is. So what were some of the shifts in your life that you notice once you were able to let go of the stress and started implementing some of these practices? What was different in your life? Oh, a huge one was I was sleeping better. And, you know, people just don't sleep. They just don't think of it. Oh, yeah, I only got four hours sleep. I'll be fine. Well, your body remembers that you didn't sleep. So the sleep was huge. Also, I wasn't as snappy because you've been with me. I get excited. <laughs> but just think if I'm stressed, that excitement, I'm even, I'm even almost faster. And it, it's hard on the body to slow down. It helped me to slow down. And that was at the time when I started to learn Tai Chi because I was like, I want to learn this, but then I want to teach it because of it's a dance. It really is just the dance that I do. Mm-hmm. And it causes you to just slow down and take time for your body. I found uh, that yoga was really helpful for me when I was really stressed out in my life and uh, was diagnosed with an anxiety disorder when I was younger. And just to take that time to breathe and to focus on your practice, I'm assuming Tai Chi is probably a lot to you like yoga was to me, but finding something that um, allows your mind just to be able to let go and focus on what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. And it really helped with my self-esteem and my self-confidence, too, because I wasn't so stressed and thinking, what is people thinking of me or what's going on because I'm going so fast and I'm stressed. It was like, okay, just be here, just like the Shana movement. Who am I? Who do I want to show up? What version is that? Mm -hmm. And what golden nuggets do I want to share? Well, you know, I've gained a lot of golden nuggets from you so far um, on this segment. We have to go to commercial now, but when we come back, Angel's going to tell us some more about the steps in her book and how to live your life stress-free. My encouragement to you is to take the golden nuggets that you found in this segment, write those down, implement those, whether it's drinking more water, whether it's being grateful for your food, whether it's just taking a moment to stop and breathe during this commercial. We'll be right back with Angel Marie. Monticelli. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. 
Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guaranteed, it will be the best hour of your week. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back. Uh, I'm here with Angel Marie Monticelli. I'm, I'm just looking. She just wrote something down for me. It says song question mark. I'm sorry if I'm supposed to know what that means. I don't. <laughs> Are I, you going to sing us a song? I have a song. Oh, okay. Well, I think Angel's going to sing us a song. No, right no, no. Now. We're oh, not no. going to sing oh, okay. the song, but we're, we might play it. You know okay. who Fizz Anthony is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Fizz yeah. is great. Okay, yeah. so we may be playing a song here in a minute. We're, we're going to keep you on the edge of your seats here. We'll kind of see where the segment takes us. It's funny because when I do this show, everybody always asks me, you know, what are your questions? I want to know exactly what I'm supposed to say. And I think that's good. But I love to leave it organic <laughs> because then you can write things like song. And I'm like, yes, we could play a song. We could do the book. We'll have to check with our tech team and see if we can uh, play that. But one of the things we were talking about on commercial break, uh, and if you're just joining us, Angel Marie Monticelli is the author of the Shine On book. She's the founder of the Shine On movement. She's helping people stress less and shine more. Uh, she's a speaker, best-selling author, and uh, she's just recently been asked by a couple of hospitals to put together a, a proposal, maybe go in and teach uh, the hospital staff how to stress less. So hopefully that wasn't a secret because I just told everybody that's listening. But um, okay, so don't tell anybody. <laughs> but, um, anyway, I wanted to focus this segment on your book and on some pieces of advice, some gold nuggets that people can take away, steps for stressing less. So you have something interesting with your book because the first time I met you, we went out to lunch and then we went out to lunch again and you handed me your book and you said, Allison, I want you to open up the book and we're going to talk about whatever you open it up to. So explain how that works a little bit and then maybe we'll even do that live on the show. So how's your book set up and, and why can someone just pick it up and open it up? Well, what, thank you. What I did is it's 52 different secrets. So you really just finger through it or, you know, what do you call it? Uh, fan it. Yeah. And you fan it and then you just stop. And you stop at one of the secrets. And like I just stopped at 23, which is happiness, which is my favorite quote ever. <laughs> I have to sell it. Okay. Happiness is feeling like you are on vacation all the time. Hey, and that's what you just said during the first segment. And you really do. You you are like you're on vacation all the time. I that's love it. my mentality. It's, an, it's not a journey because to me, the journey will end. 
it's an adventure because you never know what's going to happen. Okay, so you've pit, you've turned to happiness. Uh, there's a quote at the very front of the book, and then it goes on in the book. It looks like there's some explanation and then a place where somebody can write down. So uh, go ahead and walk us through this. Uh, if, if I were feeling stressed out, I could go, I could pick up this book, I could say, okay, I'm going to give my brain a break from the stress of the world, and I'm going to flip to one of these 32 secrets. The one you flip to today is happiness. Great quote. Now, what's this information? The information is, is it starts with a description, a little bit of description, of course, and then it has two stories. So that way, you relate the story. Sometimes it's about me, sometimes it's clients, or if I'm on a speaking or even on a radio show. And then it has speak, shine, speak. Now, my dog, is shine, is on the front of the book and she talks through the whole entire book and she says what she believes happiness is you want me to read it yes how about you read it okay Okay, where am I reading here? Right speak, there. Speak, shine, speak. I believe shine communicates her happiness through her crazy, obsessive kissing. Oh, that sounds nice. I like crazy, <laughs> obsessive kissing. When she greets you, she will bathe you in kisses, especially your feet. I love that. You know, you, you brought this up. Somebody said the other day, you know, if you want an example of unconditional love, get a dog. That's right. Because they really are happy and they love you mm-hmm. unconditionally. And I want to just take a moment um, to read the story in here. So you wrote this. After watching my positive and empowering videos on YouTube, a young woman commented that she wanted to look at life with a more optimistic attitude. She focused on the feeling of happiness and she was able to turn her life around. By seeing the bright side and smiling as she entered into new experiences, she felt less stressed and more energetic. She was offered better opportunities because people wanted to work alongside her. She even reported she was able to recover from a cold faster. You know what I love about this? Um, I really believe that we decide how we want to show up somewhere and we all want to be around happy people so why not show up happy somewhere I was having a super stressful week last week and just remember making conscious choice on my way to this radio station to say okay I get to choose how I show up for the radio show today and I'm going to choose to show up happy it was interesting because my guest ended up talking a little bit about that too and I just have made a conscious effort throughout this week. I'm going to show up happy. I'm going to be happy. And it's made a world of difference. I feel like people want to be around me more because I'm smiling. And my goal was every time I walk into a room, I'm going to walk in with a smile on my face. That's an excellent one. Absolutely. And and is there a spot here where you can write Right down here. So what does it say here? After you read this story, it says, today I'm going to play with happiness in this way. And what do you encourage people to do there? Well, the action step, because there's an action step, is first of all, breathe. Oh, we already did that. That was perfect. <laughs> so I, I wrote that in everyone. Why? Because we don't consciously breathe enough. So breathe. And every day in the shower, sing, I am happy, I share happy, happy feels great, I love happy. Wow. And say it. And sing it. And write it. And then, of course, and breathe. And what I did is, Allison, I put it to different things. Getting in the shower, putting your tennis shoes on or your shoes on, getting out of bed, looking. I related every action step to something that you do every day. 
And that way, everybody could remember it really easy. And what I like about that, too, is it's not overwhelming. It's not adding a new step to your day. It's just changing how you're doing something. But I've got to ask you, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a little bit, because maybe there's somebody out there listening saying, hey, this sounds great. You seem really happy, but that's just not me. That's rainbows and butterflies. Uh, This sounds a little bit cuckoo to me. What would you say to that person? Totally understand. And I am not always this way. And when I am not this way... I take the time to step back and say, okay, what's going on? Do I need to write it? Do I need to say it? Do I need to go run, walk, do some exercise to release this? And if it is a sadness or something that's happened with a family member or even a friend that maybe something has happened, it's okay to step into that. But only give yourself so much time to step into that and then step out and really push yourself. And that might be you need support, that you need to call somebody. And I'm sure Allison and I are always here for you to call and say, I need some encouragement. Okay. And I will give you the time to vent. Absolutely. And go ahead and vent, but I'm not going to give you 20 minutes to vent. I'm not even going to give you 10 because that's not going to help. It's going to help for you to step into and do those steps and making yourself breathe, making yourself put a smile on your face. A fake smile does the same thing. Yeah, you know, it's like what comes first, the cart or the horse. Once you start smiling, it's really hard to feel crappy. (laughs) So I found, well, I like that. You know, I call that my garbage bag moment. When somebody calls to vent, I say, you know, do you just need a garbage bag? And what I mean by that is I'm going to open up this imaginary garbage bag and everything they vent goes in the garbage bag. And when they're done, we're going to tie it up and throw it out (laughs) because it served its purpose. So nobody takes that on. I also like, and I wanted to point this out because I think this is worth writing down uh, if you feel intuitively like this is something you want to do, but timing yourself in your emotions that you don't want to have. So I would say emotions are like waves. You can't stop them from coming, but you choose which ones to ride. So letting that wave of emotion come and then experience it and let it pass, just like a surfer would ride the swell of the wave, but not ride the wave in. And one of the ways that I do that, and you just mentioned it, sometimes I'll even set a timer. And I will say to the people around me, if my kids are around me or whoever, I'll say, you know what, I'm feeling really disappointed right now. And I'm going to be disappointed for the next five minutes. I'm going to be feeling disappointed down here in the family room for the next five minutes. <laughs> and so then the family room usually clears out for about five minutes. And then uh, I'm able to turn that turn that around. But I think the key to that is really for that five minutes, just allowing myself to feel every ounce of that disappointment, or every ounce of that sorrow. Um, what else would you add to that? And it might be even a time to do a cry mm-hmm. and to write it down, to release it. But the big part of the whole thing is when you have completed with this timer, which I'm a big one on timer, is get up and dance, get up and move. You have to physically do something. People mm, come to me and say, I want to have more energy. Okay, scream right now. They're like, what? I'm like, well... <laughs> scream okay get up and they're like what get up and I'm like you can't just sit there we have to bring our vibration up mm-hmm. so that's the biggest the hugest one is get up and change your environment you know that's like I think people miss that step a lot they get the releasing step they get the feeling it step and then they're like wait why am I still feeling this why is nothing changing but you're you're absolutely right it's not going to change if you keep doing the same things things are going to stay the same if you keep doing the same things. so uh, to get up to yell to scream to jump around in fact if you're listening right now why not jump around a little bit I, just, I would do it right now but I think we would <laughs> we wouldn't get our microphone I'll let you do it Angel you're <laughs> 
kind of dancing there. Uh, and it really is. It can be just with your hands. It can be inside, moving your hips when you're sitting. Mm-hmm. You just move some way to release the energy. Because I do find people go, Angel, I'm so tired of you telling me just to breathe. I get that. Even my family say, enough with the breathing. And like, I get you because you are so against what is happening in your life. You will not breathe in life. You just won't. You're, you're so stuck in that. So what do we need to get you to do? You can walk in place. And I really challenge you, get up right now and walk in place for more than a minute or two minutes. You will be like, just walk in place. Mm -hmm. That was one of my Tai Chi masters told me, get them to walk in place. And I find that they really have a hard time sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and you're right. It does cause you to start breathing um, because your body needs that oxygen. So, so far, I've already got some great tips from you. Uh, When you're feeling disappointed, sad, an emotion you don't want, time it. Uh, Maybe write down something to release it. So what does that look like in in your mind when you're writing down something you're disappointed? I mean, and and here again, I'm going to play devil's advocate because I want to be clear. I totally agree with you, but I've heard this before, is why would you write down something negative? Isn't that just going to manifest that? Why would you focus on that negativity? Writing down something negative, writing down what you see in your mind's eye can help shift it. So, and also taking whatever you wrote down And saying it as you're writing it, that's the big one, saying it as you're writing it, and then you take it and you burn it or you rip it up and you release it. I will, I will say, though, I want to add one key here. Do not burn it on the barbecue in the backyard, or else the next time your husband or somebody goes to grill, they might be upset because there's burnt paper in there. <laughs> okay. I, might, I might know that from experience, but okay. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> so we can do that or rip it up, but it does help you subconsciously when you write it. It's helping you release, and some people won't write at all. However, I do always ask that if you're having – a situation with a person, write a letter to them about how you feel. You don't have to send it, but it might help you to to work through it and then rip it up. Yeah. I've written a lot of letters lately. Yeah, to <laughs> yes. different people. From different people, and it's, it's still emotionally stressful. It is, and I'm not saying I'm not stressed out sometimes. I'm totally, don't, don't say that at all. But now I have a system. I have a, a, I have a system that I go to that helps me to go through the steps. So if you're feeling stressed out, uh, walk us through some of those steps. I know you have an online program. I don't want you to give all your secrets away, but say you're feeling stressed out, uh, what, what's the first thing you do? Recognize it. And even maybe even write it down. What what triggered it? And sometimes we just go, oh, we're stressed. Guys, this is a big deal. This is a this is that kills seven thousand people a day and stress related. Mm-hmm. So don't be the seven thousand. Look at how can you de-stress? But you have to recognize it first. And a lot of times we don't recognize. We just move right on to oh my gosh, I got to shift this or oh I got to balance it. But, how do you recognize that you really recognize it? Are you in emotional stress, mm-hmm. physical, or mental? Interesting. So I want to come back to that emotional, physical, or mental stress and how you tell the difference. But I, it, I, is it okay if I tell a story right now, Angel, that's going to totally prove your point on this? Because I think in order to release something, we do have to recognize it. Um, I was years ago, about three years ago now, I was called to sit on a, a jury. I fulfill my 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 
you know, role as a citizen <laughs> and be on a jury. And the case was, without going into too much detail, was um, a very young girl who was barely adult age who had been involved in sex trafficking. And she was being accused by her mother of something and her mother was bringing a felony charge against her. And just hearing this girl's life just pulled at my heartstrings. I mean, I've got four kids. I'm, you know, I've just the abuse that she endured and the things that happened to her and what was happening with her mother. And it was so hard for me to sit there and hear that. And what was even harder was at the end of the day, she was guilty. And I was sitting on that jury and I had to judge her guilty. I mean, that was, she, she did it. There was no doubt. And I remember going home after that. And I remember just crying in the car, feeling so bad, um, just these negative emotions. And I got home and was eating dinner. And I, I rarely lose my temper, but my daughter said something. And I stood up and I threw my napkin at her. So you can touch. But she was really just, I mean, for me, that was a big deal for me to throw my napkin at her. And it really hurt her feelings. And I was disappointed at how I acted. And I was thinking, oh, this is affecting my family. I've got to figure out what these emotions are and get to the root of this. So I started writing and I wrote, I feel sad because I I feel so sorry for this girl and I feel guilty because I, I felt like I had to, um, you know, rule her guilty. And I just kept writing and writing and writing. And finally I wrote the sentence that it was my responsibility. I feel guilty because I had to deal with justice and not mercy. And once I wrote that, it was like a thousand pounds lifted off my shoulder. And once I read that sentence, I realized, wow, you know what? The judge is the one who's going to be the merciful. And I was the one for the justice. And that's how our system works in this country. And all that guilt left. And I felt so great. But it took me actually writing down how I felt and working that out to recognize what actually was bothering me. And then I was able to come to terms with it. So I think what you're saying about when you are feeling stressed, when you are feeling sad or disappointed, or you notice something's off in your life, just taking the time to sit down can help you so much recognize what's going on. Fabulous. Yes, absolutely. And first you, you recognize it. Then the next step is to manage it. And that's to understand it. You did that recognizing, but really just recognize it. But you understand where did it come, just like you said, mm -hmm. and then how are you going to shift it? But how are you going to balance it? Is there a way that you can balance it? What is your actions you're going to take? Not exactly the actions, but what are you doing to balance it? And a lot of times we completely shift and we do not even look at how to balance and we go right into restructure. So give me some examples of balancing. So what does that mean? To balance is, for me, I'm just going to be a parent here, is when I'm getting stressed, I tend to clean. I tend to get mm -hmm. up and I start cleaning everything. And when I started this way back when, I was like, oh, I'm stressed. Okay, I recognize <laughs> I'm stressed. And I'm thinking I'm balancing it because I'm trying mm -hmm. to do something, but am I really balancing it? I need to go back and understand it to manage it first. Mm, that's so interesting. Well, at least yours is better than mine. When you get stressed, you clean. When I get stressed, I, I go take a nap every time. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I have so much to do today. I'm so stressed out. I'm just going to take a nap for like an hour. <laughs> so well, at least you're productive. <laughs> what I find is it's right in my stomach, and I can feel mm -hmm. that I'm getting yeah. this, this, this really stressful. And I'm like, okay, is it it's excitement? 
or is it stress? And mm-hmm. I have I know the difference now because I've gone through it so many times to write it, and that's what helps writing. Again, going back to that. Yeah. So. I, I like what you're saying about just really learning to recognize. So maybe if you're listening to this, just think, what is your default when you feel stressed out? What's that red flag of, oh, I'm stressed out? Do you start obsessively cleaning everything? Do you go, like me, do you go say, hey, it's time for a nap because I don't want to deal with this? Oh, uh, they have proven like 67% a study is that we overeat. We go to that refrigerator. Oh, yeah. And we're not hungry, but that's the first go-to. Mm. And... That's so, oh, so. Yeah, so do you turn to food when you're stressed? That's good. That's good to recognize. Okay, so you've recognized it. You managed managed it. it. Now you balanced it. it. And now the big one, and this one is one whole week we take on this, is restructuring it. And that's by looking at it. So when I start to clean something, Mm -hmm. how am I going to restructure it? Where do I want to go with this? I already understand it. I already balanced it. I recognize it. How do I want to restructure it? What What would be more beneficial than to clean right now? And there's so many tips that I give to help to restructure so many different stresses in our life. Well, when we come back from this commercial, would you be willing to share some of those tips with us, Angel? Yes, yes, yes. Good. Well, I am certainly enjoying this. This is a wonderful conversation, and I like having you here because I feel like it's a conversation between us. So uh, don't go anywhere. Join us in our conversation with Angel Marie Monticelli coming up in just a moment. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And get amplified. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. 
If you're just joining us, we're here with Angel Marie Monticelli. We're having a great conversation, a good time. She's an Amazon bestselling author of the book Shine On. She's founder of the Shine On Movement, a speaker, and just a lovely person. So thank you so much for being here, Angel. Now, you have a song to share with us, and I see here on Facebook Live that Rochelle asked, what is the name of the song? So can you give us a little bit of background about this song before you uh, share some more tips with us? I think you promised us some tips before break. Yes, yes, yes. With a song, I met Fizza Anthony in L.A., and when I met him, I said, I want a song, a Shine On song. So the name of this song is Shine On. And, and for those of you who don't know Fizz Anthony, he writes music for people uh, that represent them. So for speakers, he would write music that they would play as they go on stage. And he has a real gift and a talent for figuring out what music helps uh, to resonate their message. So Fizz is just uh, wonderful. If you don't know Fizz Anthony, definitely look him up. So the song you're going to play right now, you and Fizz wrote together? We wrote together by him interviewing me for hours and hours and then also he said that I could sing it and I was like what I'm not a singer but when I got to his studio in Vegas oh my gosh I did sing it now I'm not going to sing it <laughs> not live with them, no however I'm just going to give you just a little bit because what happens is what I'm what I'm about is moving your energy moving your chi getting your vibration up mm-hmm. to shine your light and to stress less and this song does it for you okay so are you ready let's, let's hear it we're going to hold it really close to my phone there we go shine it on raise your vibration shine Shine, shine so is that on. actually you singing it? Yes, it's actually wow. me singing. That's great. Very good. So uh, you, you, is there a place where people can get this song? No, actually not right now. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for is. playing it for us. Hopefully you recorded that or you remember the melody in your mind. Apparently we can't get the song. But. Well, you can go to my YouTube and you can see it there or my website and yeah. you can get it there. Well, why don't we, why don't you start off by by telling people how they can get a hold of you, your YouTube, your website, and then let's go into some more of these tips because you've okay. already given us so many great tips. But um, fabulous. Talk talk to everybody about your YouTube channel. The YouTube channel, I have lots of tips, and there is the music video mm-hmm. on there with it shows me being on stage because I use it on stage a lot mm-hmm. to get people up and moving and engaged and then to understand that they're a vibration. Yeah. So it's on my YouTube channel. It's also on my website. And, uh, how can somebody find your YouTube channel? Angel Marie Shines. Okay. So Angel Marie Shines is your YouTube channel. Okay. Where else? And then my website, angelmarieshines.com. Okay. Simple enough. Just remember, Angel Marie Shines, and you really do. <laughs> so <laughs> joining us on Facebook Live, you can see see her shining. Uh, we have one more question here before we get into tips. Okay, this is really small, so I'm going to lean closer. This is a Facebook Live question. How do your principles work with the fear of moving forward? Ooh. Good question. You know, it's the same that we talked about being, feeling stuck because we all are going to feel like that throughout. And it's getting the support that we need from other people. Also stepping into your practice, which means stepping into the practice of getting up breathing, smiling, all of this. I mean, fear a lot of times is created false, false fear. What is, uh, false evidence appearing real. I yeah, remembered yeah. it. Yay. Okay. And we can talk ourselves into such stress over that and such fear that I can't even move. And it really is getting up and moving. And 
getting that support and being in grateful gratitude for what you do have. And that's the biggest and the hugest one. Sometimes it's like, I'm just so excited that I can see. Thank you for letting me see. Mm. That helps. The big one, too, is the timer, just like what you said, because I use timers all the time. How long are you going to be in fear and how are you going to step out of being in fear? That's your big one. Great, great advice. Now, before break, you were talking about some ways to restructure when you're stressed. So what are some tips for restructuring when you experience stress? Take one thing that you're, you get stressed at. Um, let's say when you're in a crowd, you get really stressed out. Mm-hmm. Some people have a social stressor. Before you go in, bring your vibration up. And I do mean when you're driving over there, and if anybody drove with me, they could see me. I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm laughing out loud. I'm like, woo, woo, and doing some really crazy things to open up. When you get to that place, instead of being in what usually happens is you're with one person and you're kind of like, oh, I'll just stay with them. I'll stay with Start to take that breath and open up your energy and leave every time you get a chance. What does that mean? Go into the restroom and breathe and talk to yourself in the mirror. That's restructuring. That's doing something different instead of just staying in it. Now, one thing I like to do before I show up to a big event or before I'm going to speak on stage or something is I'll listen to music that just really pumps me up and inspires me. Is that kind of the same thing? And I'll, I'll even be singing along. I have to be careful <laughs> that it's, you know, uh, songs that are uplifting because the words, I mean, the beat can be exciting and things like that. But if the words aren't uplifting, then it doesn't work for me. But um, is, you, you know, so I can just imagine you in your car saying all these like wonderful things to yourself and me rocking out before going in there but uh, but yeah I like that idea of showing up rather than thinking about the whole time you're driving there do I look okay what if this happens what if that happens what if nobody likes me just spend that time to celebrate yourself and to have fun right right and, and we don't always see what we see we see the mirror but we see all the false And start looking just in your eyes and stop looking at everything else and bring that in because that's what people see. I love it. Thank you for sharing that tip. So what other tips do you have for us? Well, what what would be another stressor? Okay, so I'm trying to think something I get stressed about. Um, Anytime I hear the word budget, I, I get stressed. Oh, and we could talk about money and how the money gets everybody because we we tend to immediately go to the lack or go to, can you see, listeners, right now, you can see what your bank account looks like. And you're like, oh, or maybe you're like, okay, but most people stress about it. To restructure Mm -hmm. that is to create a system for yourself because obviously it's personal that you say, I have exactly what I need. I have more than I need. It's, it's, it's talking yourself into it, but it's also writing. And it's also being open to, for me, the phone rings and I'm going to make money. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's like, okay, all right, the phone's yeah. going to ring just because I don't have a regular job job that I'm going to make. But it's looking outside and restructuring how you look at the money. Now, that's going to take a little bit of writing because I don't know what that looks like for you. But it's important not to see things with your eyes and say, that's the way it is. And we do that. Yeah. You know, I think uh, another thing with that, too, is is getting out and either serving or just being in the world and recognizing 
Uh, and I don't know how to say this without you know it sounding bad, but how blessed we really are. Um, I had an experience when I was in San Francisco that really taught me this lesson. I was down by Ghirardelli Square. Have you ever been down there? Yes. Okay. Yes, I love it down there. Um, you know, lots of chocolate, obviously, <laughs> and also the ocean's right there. I was down in Ghirardelli Square. I was with my parents. Uh, my cousin had passed away. It was the day after his funeral. We decided to go into uh, San Francisco. And I'll never forget, we're down in Ghirardelli Square, and I see a man sleeping on the bench, and he has just one shoe on. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this man only has one shoe. And I was wearing my tennis shoes and had these you know, comfortable, nice clothes on and a backpack. And I thought, I'm so grateful. I have two shoes and that I have a backpack. And what was interesting is we then rode a trolley up to Fashion Square. It's my first time ever, ever in Saks Fifth Avenue. I just wanted to see what it was like. Is it 5th or 6th Avenue? I was going to mix it up. I think it's 5th. 5th. But I don't know. Anyway, the Saks store? Yeah. (laughs) So obviously I haven't been in there much since. But I go in there and I'm thinking, this is my first time ever. This fancy department store. I'm from Idaho, remember. And um, I think I'm going to buy myself something. So I go over to a clearance rack and there's these sweaters like 70% off. I've still got my same, you know, shoes and backpack on and everything. And I look and 70% off the sweater is still $850. (laughs) I think, okay, well, never mind. I'm not going to spend that on the sweater. And suddenly, once I realized how much everything there was, I started looking around and I noticed the sales associates and the people were there. And I looked down, I thought, oh, my tennis shoes are kind of beat up and I've got this backpack on and gosh, I really don't have very much. And I, it struck me once I left, I thought, how could I go from being in such a state of gratitude and feeling like I had so much to being in this state where I just felt like it was wearing ratty tennis shoes and you know a backpack and um, so that that kind of taught me the lesson that sometimes it's where we put ourselves and what we're looking for do you do you find that environment affects uh, how much gratitude somebody has and whether they feel stressed or not it really does the environment and also with the environment is if you're in a place where there's so much clutter and you have so much stuff it's time to clean out so you have more room for joy to bring in. But it does it does affect the stress. That's interesting uh, that you mention clearing out some clutter to make room for joy. So what you're saying is you can actually clear out something physical to make room yes. for something greater. Now, I want to go back to something because uh, it just came to my mind, and I forgot we were going to talk about this earlier. There's a difference between physical, emotional, and mental stress. What is the difference between the three? Well, you know, the studies have come out and there's not a lot of study on the emotional stress because emotional stress has makes you have mental and then right. the physical. The physical the physical is obviously what happens and like you were going to have a heart attack, right? That that was yes. the physical symptom that you were stressed out. Yes. And it was it emotional? Did it start in emotional? Probably, but I really think it was mental because I was creating, oh my gosh, I got so much to do. I got so much to do. And that's what happens with the mental. Mm-hmm. And it comes out physical. Emotional sometimes is if someone passes away or you have a relationship and a fun relationship with a friend and then after 10 years, it's just over. That can be emotionally stressful, but it's going to come out physically. And mentally, you keep doing the soft talk. And that has a lot to do about self-talk. And restructuring your self-talk is huge because the self-talk can bring you so far down. So... The self-talk or the, just the things that you say to yourself, right? Like, oh, come on, Allison, you can do better than that. Oh, toughen up. Quit being such a baby. That would be some negative self-talk, right? It would, but most of the time we don't really get it. We don't finish it. Yeah. It just comes with us and it just says, you don't have it. You don't know what you're doing. Just walk away. And 
And it is taking the time to say, Angel Marie, you got this. Angel Marie, you can do this. And it is out loud. And th- the vibration of you saying something out loud opens up your vibration, your energy. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Shine On movement's about is understanding that you're just energy. And people say, yeah, oh, I know that. But what are you doing with it? That's the key. So how are you raising the frequency on the planet using your energy, right. being that conduit? Well, Angel Marie, so glad you could join us today. Before we end the show, and I know it's almost over, it's gone so fast, I wanted to give you an opportunity and for everybody out there listening to hear your final piece of advice and also how they can get a hold of you. Earlier on in the show, you said, hey, if you're stressed out, give me a call. I'm here for you. So how can somebody get a hold of you? They can come on and go to my website, angelmarieshines.com, or they can call me at 623-334-3393. I'd love to be in any conference or event because that, to me, is reaching so many more people. And the stresslessshinemore.com, come on over and let's, let's do the webinar. The free webinar will give you five keys to reduce your toxic stress. And I know that that would help you. And this system is so exciting for me because it works. It totally works, and I've seen it work. So if you're feeling stressed out, you've just given everybody that's listening a way to get a hold of you but also if you're listening right now and you know of somebody maybe a group an organization somebody that could use the wisdom of angel marie monticelli and helping them to stress less and shine more i give her a call and help her share her gifts and talents uh, to help the world really shine so angel what's your last piece of advice to everybody out there listening i think the last piece of advice is to move to music every day and i know it's simple You know, we just don't do it. We really don't. And there's a study about singing every day that will lengthen your life. They just came out with it. So sing, dance every day, every day, even if it's three minutes. Put the timer on. Put the timer on and do it. Hey, so everybody, go and sing and dance right now. Enjoy your life. Remember to shine on. Thank you so much for being here, Angel. And join us next week when we'll have another guest who's transformed their life and now working to transform the lives of others. I'm Allison H. Larson, and you've been listening to Spotlight. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.